Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Rachel Shackleton. Hello, hello. And Ash Millman. Hello. And we're going to do a very, very quick news roundup. I say roundup, but it's literally two stories because we've already covered everything else this week as separate videos on the channel. So please head over to, you know, What Culture Gaming on the YouTubes and you can see our random thoughts in the morning of whatever those things broke, including multiple switches coming at E3 and other assorted gubbins that I can't remember, but there's things on there for people to check out. <laughs> for now though, um, the thing that happened last night was Borderlands 3 finally got showed up. Yes, finally. You know, yes. they, they didn't quite get it the first time but the second time around they definitely did chew off that trailer what was going on with the weird streaming thing it was a bit of a disaster wasn't it so I think it was their laptop was just giving up the ghost the laptop Mm. was uh, it was an intern it was was learning on the job I tell you what though I mean I I forgot that Randy Pitchford is a magician like his whole thing yeah and like I remember the whole there's a whole sordid thing with him going on where he there's a whole scandalous thing going on with him he might be in possession of some things that make him a bit of a wrong but until that gets proven man can just do his magic tricks and everyone can have fun and he did a lovely magic trick last night with uh, when they announced the Borderlands card game mm-hmm. and he, whatever you should go watch it if you haven't seen it but the point being that the Borderlands 3 trailer um, for me I was like yeah it yeah. looks fine I kind of there's a gun with some legs great <sighs> and that's kind of it yeah it, it's after seeing Borderlands and Borderlands 2 and all that sort of thing it's just more of the same which is obviously good because mm-hmm. it's a great series but uh, it doesn't really feel like it's offering anything new besides guns <laughs> so many guns <laughs> billions of guns yeah. the thing is though a lot of what people who were fans of the previous games mm-hmm. wanted was just more of the same and that's yeah. what you're getting I guess we yeah. it looks like we have pretty nice memorable bad guys as well which is you know something that was a staple True. of Borderlands I will, 2 I will admit I've played next to no Borderlands like I mean when it was oh. a big deal initially and, and I know it's like this like go to essential franchise I have Borderlands 2 but I always thought it was like too twitchy like mm. how much you guys have played but I played like, Borderlands 2 I did the, the little story in it and everything okay. but yeah it's, it's, it's great but it's definitely like a, a proper multiplayer shoot em yeah. up sort of experience mm. than yeah. anything else and like it's a really cool world and it's really interesting and the characters are great and everything um, my actual problem with the trailer as well was that it showed so much like right. it's like they're selling you products and then there's oh what is there any surprises in the game is there any 
something new that we're going to see that isn't in the trailer mm. because there is so many cool things that you see in the trailer do they have more because like for me I mean I know that in Borderlands 2 they went way more in on like the attitude of the series kind of thing you had Tiny Tina yeah. and uh, Handsome Jack and everything and it's like it's that kind of came through in the new one it's like hey we're so wacky guys and yeah. like that can go so either way and I think that it did so much better like you know in years gone by because it was more original and like Saints Row was kind of like playing with that stuff but like nowadays nowadays like nearly everything is like wacky and crazy and online humor and all that kind of thing and so for me when I was watching it I was like cool group based loot shooter you're doing another one of them and Kind of, I kind of wanted like more new stuff, mm-hmm. so um, that was the thing that stuck out to me. But like, I guess I don't know. In terms of the law, does it seem like it's is there, are there questions to be answered or directions to go and stuff? Well, or surely it just, it'll have, have a, fun new, with the characters? a new story to check out. So. Mm. Surely, yeah, yeah. But I just mean I don't know in terms of if there's anything that needs to be mapped. Like if there's any law to go. Oh, back within to. the wider world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like if there's because sure. they showed off certain characters, and I was like, I bet that's a big deal for someone who knows who that is. I'm like, <laughs> that person's quite small and could be called Tina. So I'm assuming that's Tiny <laughs> oh, Tina. Oh God. But yes, I don't know. they uh, they did show off a lot of heroes who were in mm, Borderlands yeah. 1 and 2 are now back in 3 and then there seem to be a couple of new ones as well which mm-hmm. I'm really totally in for yeah hopefully I mean I guess they can just do a big old over the top cell shaded explosion of stuff yeah. and it'll just be fun well, I'd be happy with that it is the shooting franchise <laughs> so yeah so many vaults on the world and the different places is the thing like the whole thing is about vaults so you're being a vault mm. hunter and finding them and getting the the loot so like that's all they need to do and they've got that lore set up and that story they can follow it looks like there's more sirens and stuff in it which will be really cool What's so siren? sirens like a, a class type that you play as oh, but there was like, oh got you cool, yeah. cool, so cool. The, but there was uh, there was stories around that in the, the other games so hopefully they'll do some more things okay. with that. Cautiously optimistic. I can't really remember it properly, truthfully. <laughs> it was a long time ago that I played it, but I remember being interested in the sirens. Yeah, stuff, yeah, so yeah. I'd like to see more of that. I think it deserves to have its place in the looter shooter like general conversation. It's, yeah. It is the game for that. Um, the other thing that broke um, literally minutes before we came in was a new Oddworld game, guys. Yes. Psyched for the thing you've not played, but I have. <laughs> it's the thing. Everyone kind of remembers Abe's, like Abe, the character of Abe, you know, man with the farts. That was his thing. I was so scared of Abe when I was little. I, I, remember, I remember seeing him oh god him and his farts like I saw him in a PlayStation <laughs> magazine and I used to be like I used to like have to skip past that page because I was so scared what of was him. it that scared you about I don't know I just found him freaky looking it's just because his mouth is stitched up although his mouth isn't stitched up the other, other, other Mudikin's mouths are stitched up it's terrifying I do think I mean because uh, it's like the developers are called Oddworld Inhabitants Lorne Lanning is their like creative director and like there is such a like a, a identifiable tone to those old games like they're kind of like hot, like quite macabre like the, the art direction is very twisted you've got like mm. weird aliens with giant guns, very industrial, and because like you know, slaves get, breaking like, free. They get like cooked and eaten, yep. and, and yeah, oh, Jesus, the, the whole, yeah. Oh gosh, mate, you've not played. I've not played. I'm really scared. Oh, they're so I'm... good. So the whole thing is that there's a race called the Mudikins, and yeah. they're like being controlled by these big, like like super rich, over the top, like um, okay. suit wearing, cigar chomping aliens called the Gluckins. Are they money bags? They are totally, oh, to- totally, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a totally like archetype, and uh, they make the Mudikins work in the mines, and then yeah, not only do they like eat all the aliens around the planet whilst the Mudikins are working for them, but when those other products stop selling they're like why don't we just cook and serve the slaves instead and they start serving mudokin pops and it's like a mudokin head on a stick and so yeah it's very like odd world all the the devs like comment on like consumerism and capitalism and all that kind of stuff Um, but done with this ridiculously like fun dark sensibility or sense (laughs) of humour that I absolutely adored back in the day so the new new game's called um, Odd World Soulstorm um, and the trailer quote unquote trailer is just like a CG thing shows a couple of mudokins looks like they're making a run for it just trying to escape whatever it is and I, I I think they're going to the, the Glucken City, mm. which is just be will be their way of even going even deeper oh on all God. the capitalism it's stuff. It's like listening to a Scrabble bag. I love it. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. I mean, the thing is, they were such a big deal in like, what, 97 or 98? And I know that like you and Josh were like three back then, but it was yeah. such a big deal. And so me and Rach can be psyched. 
be psyched, mate. Yay. Yay. <laughs> no, it does look really exciting. It's one of those things I'm glad that um, I love it when we get brought back to old franchises because mm. you get an in point for it. Like mm-hmm. when you're like so many games in, like with the Resident Evil stuff, like I missed out the first time around. Same. But being able to come back to it, like it, with the later games and with the remakes, it's such a nice way of getting into like gaming history. Mm-hmm. So with this coming out now, it's like, okay, cool. There's my in point for coming into Abe's Odyssey at a fresh new level. Also, I can go back. they uh, remade the original one and called it um, New and Tasty. It was like Oddworld New, new and, and Tasty. tasty. Um, the thing that I didn't like about that though is they re-recorded the fart noise. It's not the fart noise <laughs> no. I grew up with, is it? And so, but it's still worthwhile. If you want to like, re- if you want to know why Abe's Odyssey is a big deal, mm-hmm. go back and check out uh, New and Tasty. That was the one that you know got released on new gen consoles. Um, but speaking of things to check out, we've pretty much all been living on Sekiro to varying yeah. degrees of rage. <laughs> even Ash has got it now. Yes. Even Ash. Even Ash. So I've not talked to you guys since you did the stream, but I know that me and Rachel obviously played a whole bunch more. You've mm-hmm. been getting into Sekiro. How have yeah. you found it? I played the little stream and. I had uh, my go on it last night, got my fresh copy, went in, and <laughs> I hate it. Um, it is, it's, oh my God, I'm I'm so impatient. I'm so impatient. I've got so much rage in me that this game absolutely pokes my buttons. What was like, the thing? Did you get, because in the stream, uh, you guys pretty much got to the chained ogre and then went and explored elsewhere. We got the Came ogre back day, and finally yeah. beat the ogre. Um, how far have you got on your solo thing? I, what is it about it that's making you frustrated? I got to the ogre and then completely forgot what we did in the stream. I was like, where do I go? I was just <laughs> running around for ages before I remembered that you've got to go like back before you can go ahead mm-hmm. um, but it was it's just I guess listening to the story and everything was really interesting and being able to watch the cutscenes on the stream it's all very fast paced mm-hmm. um, but like you don't really get cutscenes and stuff in these games because it's all about making it up for yourself isn't it there's but, a lot of exploration there's a yeah. lot of like go find the item if you don't have said item for said fight you're just boned yeah like, exactly. you can find your way through it if you like sort of bash your head against it enough but it's yeah. like hey you need a specific spear counter for that dude with the spear but oh, so, it's yeah. it's resting and all the monsters coming back absolutely boils my piss is as this well. your first FromSoft game it is it is that's I've, why I've played Dark Souls um, as in I played a very short amount of the first one before throwing it through the window um, and I played <laughs> a bit of Bloodborne and I enjoyed Bloodborne right. but I played it with Rach so that's why oh, okay. um, yes. so it was like I, we, we tested it out and it was good because it wasn't like on my own trying to like hack through something it was like it was fun mm-hmm. whereas this because it's just me and the freaking ogre in front of me and all these samurais and, and shinobis and everyone that I can't cut through because they hit me too quick it's just yeah it's you a big learning get- curve Good, I'm so, so sorry. So what you're saying is you need me to just come over mm. and just hold your hand? Yeah. <laughs> that will severely inhibit your ability to, to, to fight the ogre, <laughs> but you'll feel better about yeah. it. So, uh, Rich, you're, you're pretty much, you're fighting uh, one of the toughest bosses in the game right now called Genichiro. I, uh, I'm progressing on Geni. Mm-hmm. He, is, uh, he was kicking my butt, so I decided to go elsewhere. I've been... Uh, it's been about 10 hours now since I last fought Kenny. So I'm, I'm probably ready to go back, but that is just sort of ingrained. The fear is ingrained within my body now. And I'm like, literally, <laughs> I'll go back one day, but I just know I'm going to get my butt handed. I think one of the best <laughs> things about it is like whenever you come up against one of those like brick walls, like mm-hmm. Jules has a great name for it called like a play wall. It's like, I'm just not ready for this yet. Mm-hmm. And so like Sekiro's overall design is, you, you know, you can go elsewhere and find other bosses. If you defeat sub bosses, I think a lot of people and, would find yeah. that about Lady Butterfly. I feel mm-hmm. like she would be a lot of people's first play wall mm-hmm. um, and then you'd realize that you'd have to go elsewhere get a little bit more health and then come back to her because mm-hmm. I fought her quite early on because I didn't actually uh, 
I just couldn't you be just bothered. You just thought damn good. I couldn't be bothered, like, <laughs> going after her. I can't remember my process, but uh-huh. I fought her quite later on, and I did her second try. Right. So I think the key is just allowing yourself to not give up. Like, mm-hmm. there is an element of pride to it. And then the whole totally. getting good, like, philosophy. Yeah. Just, just allow yourself just to go somewhere else and explore and see if you can find something that can help you with something that you're struggling on. And there's, like, nothing wrong with that. No, no. And that, that was, like, one of the wider things I wanted to have a conversation about is, like, how do you guys find your, like, general mental states in those moments? Because I'm like, this is unpleasant. But then I kind of, <laughs> I just want to, like, exhale and go, no, I can I can get through this. Yeah. And instead, you're like, like, how do you approach that sort of stuff when it's your whole body's telling you to do something else? Yeah. I've been playing these games for so long now. I'm just so used to it. Like, I'm used to, like, I'm going to die. Like, so you can kind of prepare yourself. <laughs> like, so you don't, mm. you don't lose too much experience because you know you're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't mind because you're used to it. But, like... I mean, I've I've trained myself. Like I've been I've been streaming as well. I don't I don't swear when I'm streaming. I don't know how Somehow, you did this game streaming. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. I've, well, I've been recording Sekiro, and it's like I try so hard not to swear. Ganny made me swear. <laughs> Three uh-huh. swears. Had to edit them out. I should be um, swear as well. <laughs> oh, like, oh my god! Yeah, no, I just sit there like a horrible. I'm a sailor. I'm, I'm a sailor. It, it, like... it is really difficult to keep cool. For me though, mm-hmm. I don't get angry. Right. Um, which is like I know. You're like the... homo with the barbecue. It's like fiddle dee dee. That's fine. No, no, no. I. I don't get angry. I get really sad. Okay. Like I get genuinely really upset. I'm like, uh-huh. why am I so bad at this? Oh game? no! <laughs> why can't I just be good? Yeah, I'll I'll <laughs> see that general uh, feeling of sadness and raise you complete life questioning. What even am, am I even doing on the planet? Because when I was playing through the first Dark Souls, um, Ornstein and Smile, you fight two of them at the same time. If anyone hasn't done that yet, um, and then in that game, I just couldn't beat this boss. Like mm. over like a week, like trying to grind out other enemies, trying to get stronger, couldn't beat it. And I was like, what even am I doing? Like I'm I was living by myself at that time and I was like I'm just sitting two in the morning trying to beat this thing losing over and over and over uh. again and then just couldn't do it and I was like what if I never get past this what if this is it because I remember there's a great there's a um, conversation with Adam Sessler who used to be like this like, notable critic or whatever and he's sort of taken a step back from the industry but he was saying like you know at some point you're going to get to an age where your base cognitive functions are not going to be able to compete with the games that you love mm-hmm. like you know as you get older you'll get you'll not be able to play the games that you love and he was saying like he, he dreads that realization of, mm. of happening and I started thinking like that I was like maybe I'm just not I mean, I'm not like I'm not even past 30 but I was like what if I can't what if I literally can't do this and so I like went through that for like two weeks grinding over and over until I eventually beat them and then I was like shaking with sheer glee but it took so long to get there um, and so like that was the whole thing though of like I had to master yourself as much as the oh, enemy God. itself I think I, that's what it is mm. oh man see when, when I play it's not instant rage it's like I, I like having a go and having like a build and having to think about it and stuff so I'll have a few tries mm-hmm. and then it gets to right I'm getting bored of this I need to go, I need to go in and just smash it just smash it and then I right. keep going this will be the one and then go in and it's not the one I'm like right well that was not the one mm-hmm. let's try again and then it, but it like it builds like a seed like a yeah. hot little seed yeah. inside me that then like grows and grows until I'm like proper like I don't <gasps> yeah literally I'm like oh my god I can't have this anymore uh, and I always very firmly just turn off the PlayStation and right, go, right. go to bed I'm just like that's it I'm going to bed doesn't matter what time it is if I'm too annoyed I'm going to bed see I'm like, so wired it. at that point that I can't sleep like yeah. when I was doing the Unseen and Smog thing like I just I would go to bed at two, three in the morning, and then just wouldn't sleep until oh, like really? five. Because I'm so wired, I'm like, yeah. I'm just thinking about that boss. That's all yeah. I'm thinking of. No, it, the, so. the most satisfying thing ever is though is getting to that point of rage, knowing you're there, and you're like, right, that is enough. Mm-hmm. Turning it off, go to bed, wake up the next morning, do it first try. First, exact. That yeah. happens all the time. Yeah, it's like yeah. a like ritual. <laughs> there is there is like total value in taking a break. Like yeah. there is something about relaxing and, and like I don't know whatever chemical reactions have gone on in your brain when mm. you're in that moment that letting them all die down again somehow lets 
that's you just get through it. Um, but it is weird. I, I kind of like I kind of think of it in a way because that that Genichiro fight in Sekiro is like such an intense. It's like a three stage fight, and like you know, for me, my heart's like going. I can feel the heart beating. I'm like, am I like? Is this healthy? <laughs> like over the course of like you know how you think about how much of that game you spend with an elevated heart mm. rate, and I'm like, is that like a healthy thing? I like, thought I that know. because literally, like I <laughs> I've been playing this game. I've been playing. I was playing Dark Souls the other night, mm -hmm. um, using only a bow, and that was quite stressful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I should just <laughs> yeah. go and play. So I was playing some Link's Awakening right. the other night. I sort of balanced it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about Borderlands earlier. I feel mm -hmm. like that is why these games need to exist. You yeah. just need a game that you can just play Sekiro nice. for a little bit, get I've seen um, and then go play these easy games. Yeah, one of the guys in the office, uh, Ben Roy, he was saying he was stuck on the Shinobi Hunter for three hours, which mm. is like the first spear guy. And like, I couldn't beat him when I played. Three hours, though. Well, you know, I was stuck. For, I couldn't beat the Yoga, Shinobi Hunter, or Juzuo the whole time I was in the London event that we played before launch. Um. So I couldn't get there. Because that's the thing that it makes me think of is that all these other games that are so like the division or the loot grindy stuff, like that makes me think they're like fast food. <laughs> Diablo. Yeah, totally, totally Diablo. And it's Absolutely. like, but they're, they're so like digestible and you can leap into them and their systems are so easy to get to grips with. Mm -hmm. And like, they do kind of complement each other. Like one of the reasons that I absolutely adore Sekiro is because it's it's kind of like a harsh reminder of like late 80s, early 90s game design where it's like, you will not beat this until you are good enough. Like this gauntlet of platforms oh. or this bar, or whatever. And I know. Oh <laughs> so, my God. But I thought you liked single player games. I Ash. do love single player games, and I love that do this you is. Though? No, I love that this is a facet of it. Uh, me not liking this experience, I act, I respect it so much, and right. I think it's a, it's how games should be that you have this option. But just give me a goddamn easy difficulty level when it's gotten like too hard. That's there is the only a way thing. to actually turn the difficulty up. Like, oh. there's, there's that'll make it even worse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. 
Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Uh, do you, yeah. do you, so you've been playing through God of War at the minute. How do you oh find God. God of War in terms of difficulty? See, because I was going to lead into this. Because the Valkyries in God of War are like Yes, brutal. see, yeah. this is what I want to lead into okay. because I'm going to talk about God of War until the day I die. But the uh, the new one was basically fighting the Valkyries is your little taste of Dark Souls slash Sekiro right. slash Bloodborne. Because the combat itself is a lot sort of like more action-faced than you mm. Oh, yeah, you've got the camera behind you. It's yeah, way more intense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Normally, yeah. when every other enemy you're fighting just you can just you can literally just stand there, mash your buttons, and kill them off. But the Valkyries have a certain move sets that you can't block, um, and you have to dodge, and some things that they can stop your attacks. So you have to think of a strategical way to take them down. All of the eight Valkyries are pretty much they're doable. I I didn't have a hard time doing the Valkyries. What? Said, was I'm not beating the last one. No, the, that, the eight Valkyries, the ninth one, the queen oh, okay. of the Valkyries. Uh, she still? is. She contains all of the the powers of all the other Valkyries in one, as well as some new ones of her own. And it's like that is the you've got to keep battering it and figuring out your, the right build to approach it with. That is the little seed of Dark Souls stuff that you've got to overcome. Mm-hmm. And that being the one element of that game that was like that, as well as having all these other things that go along with it, like the beautiful worlds and the mashy button bits and um, puzzles and all that sort of thing was just perfect. It was a perfect mm-hmm. mix of everything, easy to hard, and it isn't game-breaking when you can't do the last Valkyrie because you can do everything else right. like instead. It's, it's optional, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but like, absolutely, she took me a long time. <laughs> she took me a long time. You have time. been in the ninth one as well, the final one. Yeah, I've got a platinum. Got Good platinum. lord! I got platinum. I've, I've no idea that. Um, I have another example yes. of, of a game that was just like, not I don't know if you'd call it difficult, but that is actually Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm, that, totally, is, totally. that is the most ragey I think I've ever gotten at a game ever. And it was like adorable little Ori. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say it was the Frozen Dungeon. Okay, I'm not there um, yet. It's you like sort of reverse polarity and you can... Uh, Clarity, gravity, you just kind of right. just kind of float around, <laughs> and thing. I just remember like on a, screaming at my television, <laughs> thinking to myself, "God, I've played like Dark Souls and stuff, and I've never screamed at my TV until this." <laughs> it just goes to show, like different things press different yeah. people's mm. buttons, and for me, it's just I guess not being able to make a jump, having to yeah. do the same thing over and over. Oh my again. god, Celeste for me as well. Mm. Celeste made don't me be, want. Don't you be slagging off my Celeste? Celeste made me want to shoot a puppy, like <gasps> just because I wasn't very good at it. Basically, oh. no, it was um, it the was so early on it wasn't even the wind bit it was the the black goo when you're in that haunted house um but like I'd, oh mr ashiro's place. yeah yeah uh-huh. it's like literally fine uh-huh. and fine under any other circumstance but because i kept going getting so worked up about trying to get the strawberries and then 
throwing myself into a pit of oblivion. It was like I, I had to stop playing it because it absolutely. Have you still got to do it? No. Oh, no. Man, you, if you could beat the Valkyries, you could beat Celeste. Every time I turn it on, I'm like, I hate this. I hate because I just oh. remember that the bad time is the thing. Whereas I need to go in and make a nice memory so with it. That's really interesting, though. Yeah. So do you not think to yourself like, look, I can't finish this game with a bad memory. You mm. need to surely go back and conquer. Well, yeah. that's my thing. That's yeah. why I don't sleep because I'm like, I can't, I can't leave it like this. <laughs> yeah. I need to have at least a good go. And then so I need, what I can is do this mentality? Like, why do we do this to ourselves? Like, why do I love hurting myself? Well, I so I think my theory. I've not. I there's not necessarily much evidence to back this up, other than just general sort of the, the trends over the years. Mm -hmm. I think all this stuff was born from the arcades because the one of the reasons that I am arcade games are obviously so hard is to get more money out of you. They want you. They want to you know make you die so you'll put more money in to try mm. again. And then when games went to uh, home consoles, they maintained the difficulty because it was a way of elongating um, the length of it, make it worth the money or whatever. Because games were still the price that they were now, if not more. Um, and so you started to get really cheap difficulty. There's a great interview, and I forget the name of the dude, um, from someone who worked at Nintendo saying that we would just put in the hardest stuff possible because then it would take someone 10 hours to beat, mm. and all of a sudden that game is 10 hours long. And it's like, not really, but <laughs> that, that difficulty carried across. And obviously, you know, people will get really good in the arcades. It became a, it's a, it's a thing. It's gamer metal, gamer cred, whatever get good is referring to. That's is, what it is, though. It's the bragging, isn't Yeah, it? it's like the humble brags yeah. or like full-on, like, I don't know, <laughs> cop brags. Before God of War, I did not understand people that were like, oh, I played Dark Souls because I'm so hard. And I then, think that's a weird and thing, then, but yeah. No, but you know what I mean? But then, yes. then getting getting the platinum, doing all the Valkyries, I was like, oh, I am. I feel really I'm good. I'm hard as, can I swear, F? No, you can't. You I'm can hard as F. Fiddly D. Hard as butts. I'm hard as fiddle D. <laughs> Except butts are pretty soft. So. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm as hard as a... Uh, France. Kratos himself. Yeah. Kratos well, is a derriere. Anyway, I haven't stopped bragging about it since I got it, which is why I'm bringing it up again right. now. Um, and that's why I was like, I'm ready for Sekiro. I'm ready for a From mm. Software game. I've got, I like, I've got to the mindset where I understand what it is to be proud of a gaming achievement yeah. this much. That's and, really good. And want to get through things and have the difficulty raised so it's a proper challenge. Mm. And like, as much as I feel the rage and it burns hot and deep inside me, like, it is something that is, it's important to further in the genre and all that sort of thing. It's and, weird, like, trying to put like a, a label or a name on that feeling when you when you really defeat something that you've really had to like cognitively like symbiotically plug yourself into the game like master those sets it's, of animations it's and abilities to euphoria it's adrenaline yeah. euphoria it's amazing but you, you know when you go say you're um, on like a computer and like a window doesn't work and you tap the mouse a bit harder or you bash the keys whatever like that all those like learning like those growing pains that we had getting used to computers as we grew up and stuff there's something about um, like pushing a button and knowing that it should result in a command happening when it doesn't work it's instantly annoying. Mm. Like there's something about human interaction with computers that is annoying. And I think that is like at the core of why games can get annoying because it's just sort of like, no, I should be hitting this button. I dodged yes. that. I yeah. pushed the button and oh it didn't work. Oh my God. That's literally, that. you just like spoke my words that I was right. speaking last night. Every time I did something, I was like, I dodged you. I dodged you. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I, like, I love that. Yeah, I've been saying that quite a lot. Yeah. Like the, the hitboxes in Sekiro are not the most forgiving. Oh, sometimes all... they can be tight as nails and sometimes like literally I was the other end of the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massive sword, uh, so that probably doesn't help you, Ash. But mm -hmm. I feel like, like how, how many how many hours were you playing it? Not very much. This Good. is so was very it. much. An it definitely does take time to sort of get used mm -hmm. to it. But I mean, the, the hitboxes, we should address that because like <laughs> one of the go-to things with From Software's games is, well, it's harsh but fair. There's always like this ethereal voice in the distance. You blame oh, yourself. You don't yeah. blame the game. You blame yourself. We try. I totally do for the most part. I'm like, like I said, I'm exhale. I'll figure it out. It's <laughs> D. It's fine. And then like, but sometimes in the Genoshiro fight, there was one time where he uh, he charged straight past me and I died from like his ass cheek touching me. And I was like, that's not, <laughs> well, there's no maybe he was hard as butts. Maybe he was. Maybe he was, but I didn't see that in the lore dump, so I don't know. He fiddledy did you. 
He did. And so I went in, because obviously on PS4, Xbox One or whatever, you can just, you know, hit the record button and be like, no, I will watch that back. Because, and I'm like, in the editing software, trimming it down, go, no, I know that I was right. Nothing I can do about it. I can't get in touch with him and oh let him know God. that he's wrong. Yeah. But like, I ended up doing that. I don't know if you guys have had like similar examples where you're just like, no, that was, that actually was BS and yeah. I really shouldn't have died. Absolutely. Especially with the chain door. Like he, his grab mm. hitboxes are a little that bit That football too tackle that he does can oh. get <laughs> the thing is, though, once you've died to it once, then you know to avoid Then you die to it seven more times yeah. and go, what a filthy D and moron that I am. Thing, that that uh, football tackle thing got me so much. Oh. Apparently, it's treated as a thrust attack, so you can Makiri counter it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't even know. But I tried to jump jump over it, and it just got me anyway. And I was oh like, my okay. God, that's the thing. That, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> go on, the Ash. differences between the, the dodges in Sekiro are mind-numbing. Like, because you got a step dodge and a jump away, and every time I try and jump away from something, you just grab me out the air and be like, whoa, where you going, lady? And just throw me on the ground. Whereas, like, and if you just step dodge it, it mm. works. But, like, mm. I think it's, mm. it's really... The thing is, right, at this stage, FromSoft know that they're known... They are known as the hard game devs. Yeah. There's lots of interviews with Hidetaka Miyazaki where he was like, don't worry, Sekiro's... We're partnering with Activision, but don't worry, it's a very hard game. And so I think they code them in a way that um, rewards, you know, like, um, you know, tactical play and all that kind of thing. But they really punish you for button mashing. Like, the game totally knows if you're button oh, mashing. yes. Or if you're, like, you know, playing that more aggressively like there's another thing in the souls community about like you know don't be greedy like you know wait your fight out pick your spots take your time and it's just that you're fighting yourself that whole time because you're like any the more time i'm taking is more chance that i can die and so it's that whole mental you know game that you sort of play with yourself um but that's the thing i think that because they're coded that way like you know like you said you get carried away like running in Mm. and then you just get flattened again and so trying to get a conclusion out of that in terms of the best way to go forward is one of the most infuriating things. No, but but mashing like uh, uh, my style of gameplay, having not been a from software mm. nerd until uh, now, is literally run in, smack as much as I can with my button, and then run away if I've got a little bit of health. Right. Think about it a bit, and then be tactical. Uh-huh. So this is absolutely a, a massive like left hand turn for me, being like, no, wait it out from the very beginning. Don't use your resurrect too quick. Don't do this. So it's like mm. it's it's literally learning gaming again, doing a from software game. That's the thing, and I, that was one of the reasons why people love Dark so much is because it is all about like placement on the on the like the battlefield or whatever mm. and like exactly specific movements and like coming straight from Devil May Cry 5 to Sekiro like just boned me because yeah. I was just like trying to play it with lots of jumping and acrobatics and I was just getting like torn down um, do you guys like I don't know in terms of like the longevity do you like the way the combat system is like it's really focused on parrying and dodging and stuff like one question to like Ash is like do you see yourself are you going to see it all the way through and then also Ooh. with Rage do you feel like you've pretty much mastered what is there or you're pretty far along with what is there uh for me i'm gonna see it as far as i can mentally take <laughs> i think it's one of those ones that i'm gonna pick up a, like a lot do a little bit of time mm-hmm. whilst probably doing other things as well it's not one of those ones that at the moment i'm not itching to get back into it like right. i have been with other games but i haven't given it enough time either so i think as soon as i've gotten into the actual flow of being like right okay this is how you have to take this game it's a measured experience mm-hmm. you're not going to slam through it um then i'll probably be really invested and go back and play all the other ones mm-hmm. I uh, I guess when I first started getting to know Sekiro, I thought, right, this will be something I'll play once, I'll finish, and then that'll be it. Mm, but um, really? the more I play of it, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just really really want to be really good at this game. So right. this will mm. be a game that I will replay a few times mm-hmm. until I can really confidently say that I'm good at each boss. That um, Genichiro fight was the one where because the thing is that what I was gonna the point I was gonna make with all the you know they program the games to be aware of when you're trying too hard and stuff is that some of it does boil down to rock paper scissors. It's like mm. if they do this, you should do this, and if they move this way, you should move that way, and like you do kind of end up just memorizing an entire fight, which is what put me off Cuphead mm. because after a while I was just I was like okay, there's gonna be. Four 
40 minutes of memorization and then two minutes of execution. See, I love it. that. I love right. going from my first playthrough being an absolute scrub yeah. and then my third playthrough being a goddess I of do, the sword. That time when you <laughs> a goddess of the sword is a great way to put it. When you finally like do turn it around like Genichiro and you finally figure out all of his moves. I'm going to cry. Yeah, everything that he does, you're like, oh, nope, I'm, I'm, got, I'm already like one step ahead of you or five steps ahead of you. And I know you're going to go over there because I'm going to meet you there and stab you again. And like once you get that down, like that feels phenomenal. Mm. It kind of factors into that like, you know, post like win rush where you're like, I actually did it. Yeah. The, talking about the memorization thing is, is mm. like, that's like actually resonating with me quite a lot. Maybe that's what's put me off before. Like mm. with other games and stuff, when they're too hard and you and you go in and learn a bit at a time, it kind of feels unnatural. It's not like you're, you're playing the, the Very game. Mechanical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's but that old school feel. Like, like, yeah. When you get like a surprise enemy that like kills you when you go around the corner, then you know one's going to be there so you can prepare for it. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well, this isn't, this isn't me in this game. This is me executing a number of mm -hmm. like, Parries too. So are you implying that Sekiro doesn't have a lot of surprises? No, Sekiro does have a lot it's of surprises. Got lots. <laughs> they're only natural the first time around. Is I guess is is what I mean. This is kind uh, of me they, rambling a bit. No, but. no, because that's a very good point. Because I think I honestly think they've toned down a lot of the BS that was in the old games. Like there's no like in Dark Souls One, you had the dragon come out of nowhere and torch the place you were standing on. You had that guy uh, down in the uh, the tombs or whatever it was, where there was just a skeleton around the corner, and when you went forward, he just kicked you off the side. And it was like <laughs> cool. Couldn't possibly have known you were there. I disagree. But sure. There there are a lot of BS yes moments mm. insecure mm. for example the monsters that you can't even hit with your sword unless you use a certain item yeah, yeah the, the, the apparition also Woo guy. Woo guy. Woo guy's so good. I, th I, I totally just blocked him. Like I've seen so many rage compilations of yeah. people being undone by Woo guy. And I'm I like, just think just I was him. I was so tense already. I think I didn't even notice him. Like right, I just right. was like moving on. It's just if, if anyone hasn't played the, those of us who haven't those of you who haven't played Sekiro, uh, Woo guy is a dude that descends literally from the sky while screaming at you when Whee! you're on the top of this massive tower. And, <laughs> pretty much seems to kill you in one hit unless you like block or parry him um, but yeah I mean FromSoft kind of have this reputation now as being like you know like the hard game devs mm. and so stuff like that I think that's them being quite inventive with that but then you also have bosses yeah. that are just memorize 20 animations or you'll, yeah, you'll not get yeah. through I mean though is it any different from any other game like is that mm. is that any different from Ori for example no but it's one that forces you into that mindset a lot more than other games because it is so hard you've mm. got to say right well this tack comes here this is what this does this guy's going to do this and then this and then I can tell you when his left eyebrow is going to twitch in one certain <laughs> direction yeah. because it's you have to very watch reactionary it so as well though so sometimes you'll think oh now he's going to do that move and he does a completely different move yeah. so it is still very reactionary it tends to be from like a pool it's like you know they're going to do one of three things so I'm going to do one of three things and it is an old school mentality a lot of newer games are way more improvisational like Devil May Cry 5 there's mm. no there's nothing like that like maybe on the higher difficulties you could be like oh he's winding up to do this therefore I'm going to dodge yeah. but I mean yeah. it's kind of like um, I could compare it to the end bosses of Kingdom Hearts 3 as well mm. like mm. They, they seemed impossible possible in the first few tries because mm. they just have so many different moves but mm. again once you sort of break down the moves down individually mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't seem so bad it's not mm. even just the bosses though it's like when you're running through the levels because the enemies all come back in exactly the same spaces you have to learn how to do something a million times over just to get from one place to another but as you're well you're forced to then find shortcuts through the areas mm. you do have a grappling hook yeah, yeah true. true and that, that stuff in that specific example does like does give you XP to grind your skills out and then yeah. plus there's a great contrast when you come back to like something like the Harata estate which is that first mm. dream world when you go back there and you know what you're doing you just like just blur through the yeah. whole thing just like one giant tornado of death and you're like <clears throat> I yeah. can't believe this actually used to pose a challenge it's that feeling that feeling for me this is why I play these games mm. is that I love finding it so hard the first 
time mm. and then going back and absolutely steamrolling it. Which it, kind of like perfectly, oh God. No, I was just say it's like learning an instrument in it. Like, yes. well, it's me with a violin when I was seven <laughs> years old. I couldn't Aww. do it at all. But then uh, that the hardness and the memorization is like an instrument, I guess. Actually, that's a great way to put it because it's like that, yeah, you do need it just persevere and you do fight yourself like your mm. own. Like I said, that kind of perfectly brings us full circle because it's like one of the biggest things, the biggest takeaways from these games is you knowing that you can get through it and not mm. ra rage quit and put your foot you through a wall. You are the hardest boss. Yes, that might be Ooh. what we call this thing, but we'll see. <laughs> but, harder than gravity. But we'll see. We'll see what people let us know. Uh, you can all find us on the social medias. This has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Rachel Shackleton. Thank you for listening. And Ash Millman. Uh, just breathed in. Hello, Hi, goodbye. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.